BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Good morning, millennials, and welcome back to The Morning Toast. Happy Tuesday and happy kickoff to our next couple of weeks of maternity leave with guest co-hosts. And today's guest co-host, our first back in studio, we haven't done an episode in studio in 75 years, is Ben Soffer, my husband, also known as Boy With No Job, also known as the founder of the greatest canned beverage to ever hit the market, Spritz Society. Hi, Ben. Hi, darling. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm thinking that we should contact Ruby Tuesdays and make them a permanent sponsor of the Tuesday episode. Why? Just because they'd like come in, they'd bring us wings, Have brought you to you by Ruby Tuesdays. Ruby Tuesdays. No, I don't even know what it is. I assume it's like a TGI Fridays. Yeah, I think it's a regional thing because I've actually never even seen a Ruby Tuesdays in my vicinity. I've seen a Chili's, an Apple a TGI Fridays. They're all very similar, I think. Yeah, but no, you're really opening my eyes to the fact that I've never eaten out of Ruby Tuesdays. Yeah, we should go. Yeah. Where do you think they're most prominent? I don't like, know. What not part here. Of the country? Not no, here. Definitely not here. What's I've seen. Your... I've seen one. I think maybe in New Jersey. Mm, that sounds about right. You can find almost anything in New Jersey, like a Sonic. Yeah, hundred percent true. What is your favorite, like, of those chains? TGI Fridays, Applebee's, Chili's. Like, what's your favorite? Hardcore. Hardcore. I hope we have the same answer. The bees. A hundred percent. Really, Applebee's is a neighborhood place. Like, it's such a gorgeous institution. It is. It really is. What do you get there? Great Diet Coke. Mm-hmm. Uh, depends on, like, what I'm in the mood for. Should we go to Applebee's for lunch? I would love to. I love the bees. Me too. Except I do believe there's one in the city. But Applebee's in the city is, like, not the vibe. The only thing that I'll say, and I don't know if this is the fault of airports or if this is the fault of whoever owns and controls Applebee's and Chili's. But, like, these Chili's to go, Applebee's, like, those, like, janky establishments that aren't real are putting a horrific name on the Applebee's Chili's franchises. Ben, I couldn't agree more, but I will not let you slander the good name of Applebee's because those are exclusively Chili's. They don't have Applebee's to go in sure? airports. Positive. It's all Chili's. Really? And I agree. It's disgracing the good name of Chili's. Why do I have in my head a... It's like that that game where they show you like two... What's it called? The Mandela Effect. Yeah. I promise you I've seen Applebee's have to you? go... In an airport? Stations in an airport. No? I've only really seen Chili's. 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 Yeah. Mm. Okay, but now I'm really hungry. But do you know the conspiracy theory around that? That they claim that we're living in two parallel universes, and sometimes you dip into one and into another, and that's why you remember seeing a, an extra marshmallow on this box, and I don't, because we're living about in different Mandela effect. The Mandela effect, because we're living in different realities so, simultaneously. For those who don't know, the Mandela effect. I found out about it on TikTok. It's like. You might have this very distinct memory of like what the Fruit of the Loom logo looks like. Like yep. it's a cornucopia with lots of fruits in it. But actually, in reality, the Fruit of the Loom logo doesn't have a cornucopia on it. Mm-hmm. But it's like the way we perceived it. So you say that the Mandela effect is due to parallel universe. I just say it's due to bad memory. Mm. But it's not bad memory if, it's, if you're remembering more. Also, I'm not sure if it's the Mandela effect or Mandela, but I'm not just putting that out there. It's something with an M. No, it's, it's the same word, but I don't know how it's pronounced. Mandela oh, or okay. Mandela? So I, I think Mandela. Like Nelson? Was it his? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Okay. Um, so Ben is joining me here for the toast today. We have five stories um, of varying interests to you. I tried to choose stories that you could speak on. Mm. We're going to talk a little bit about Love is Blind, but mostly because I know you have a Love is Blind rant that you want to go on. Is that correct? Not a rant, just a distaste for the show. By the way, I couldn't agree more. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've got some acting news, some space news, and I'm just excited that you're here. Before we dive in, how are you? I'm doing great. I'm exhausted. Mm-hmm. Um, many might not know that while you were on tour for three weeks, I too was on tour for yeah. three weeks. Different type of tour. It no, you were sp- there. It, w- it was a spritz tour. 
then coupled with a me watching all of your shows, which I have to say is really, really wonderful. Tickets available at girlwithmyjob.com slash tour. Yes. I'm, I added another show in Houston, and I'm playing the Madison Square Garden Theater May 5th in New York City. Come see me. Tickets available at girlwithmyjob.com slash tour. And, Sorry to interrupt. No, you're not interrupting. The show is, is really unbelievable. Thanks, Pops. Unbelievable. And it's really nice to see, like, nobody else will know this, but, like, we know some shows are better than others. Right. And when you get that amazing show, mm -hmm. it's like, fuck yeah. I have really enjoyed having you on tour with me. Thank the you, last darling. time that we were, I was on tour, you were in a position where you couldn't come with me. Yep. But now that Spritz is the sponsor of the tour, we're doing all these pop-up meet and greets at Total Wines and BevMo's, you, and we're selling Spritz at most of the shows, you have been able to come with me. And I have to say, it's been such a delight, not only because there's someone to help me carry all my suitcases, but also because I'm not alone and I love having you. Yes, it's been great. It, it really, really has is. been great. Are you enjoying it? Yeah, I'm loving it. Okay, good. It's also just so cool to watch people love Spritz and love your show. And like, if you guys didn't know, Claudia finishes every show by chugging a grapefruit spritz. And it's just like such a wonderful culmination of like two years of beautiful work, both on the comedy and beverage side. And it's, it's just really nice. Let me ask you something, um, because I get asked all the time about like which shows coming up. And for the most part, we try to sell spritz at every single show. But at the end of the day, some elements are out of our control if the venue has like a legal... Um, exclusive contract with a certain other beverage like not it's not like I was just did a show in Atlanta and we weren't able to sell it which totally stunk which wasn't our fault so coming up do you know which shows I'm going to Austin Dallas and Houston do you know which shows we're gonna be at yeah we're we're selling it every Texas show great So I want to I want to clarify because I got a lot of DMS of people saying why why aren't you selling at the Atlanta show I all that I wanted to do was sell at the Atlanta right. show. it's not even the venues it's you have to get licenses for each state and we haven't gotten our Georgia license yet. It's just not. It was not, not doable. The, it wasn't doable. Okay. But Texas. We're going we'll hard in Texas. Yeah. And at the Madison Square Garden show. I mean, to be able to drink a spritz at MSG. Nuts. Nuts. What are you, nuts? nuts? What are you, nuts? And very quickly, before we digress, if you haven't been able to try it in person and would like to try it online, have a wonderful exclusive offer. Go to spritzsociety.com and use code TOASTERS. T-O-A-S-T-E-R-S, -S, the S at the end, gives you a month free. It's oh. buy two, get one free. Uh, for subscription. For subscription, 33% off. The steepest deal, really, we offer. Did really well the last time I was on the show. People really liked it. It's a good intro offer. So, toasters with an S. Buy two months, get one free. I'm sorry to digress, but can free. we talk about your t-shirt? Yeah. What does it say? Panic at the Costco. Where does one purchase a t-shirt as awesome is that you literally google panic at the costco and you get a random man from the uk <laughs> uh who's gonna uh what, what's that called G screen print them yeah yeah yeah. Uh, in his house oh good um it's terrible material oh, like i probably it? have like lice scabies, or yeah. something scabies is lice of the body really yeah. scabies scabies or scabies Scabies. It sounds like a pirate term. Yeah, it does. Scurvy. Scurvy. Yeah. Scurvy. Yeah, you probably have scabies, so make sure to burn that shirt before you return tonight. But isn't it a tonight. great shirt? Sickening. I, I love a shirt with a message. Yeah, because what do you do at Costco? Panic. Panic. I fucking, I just want to go on the record and say I fucking hate Costco. I just want to go on the record and say Costco is literally the greatest place on planet Earth. You can go there for literally 90 beautiful baby croissants perfectly packaged in a lovely lucite tin you know what when we go on for nine dollars when we go on vacation and we stay in a home with like a large pantry and a large kitchen i'm excited by the idea of costco i usually want other people to go for me but i'm excited by the prospect of the bulk items living in our apartment now like where are people who live in apartments supposed to put all the, that toilet paper costco is not made for us no it's not that's it okay Costco's not made for us. So we agree. Costco's made for one with a large home. It's made for the with Shapiro's. With a beautiful pantry. It's made for the Shapiro's. The Shapiro's have everything from Costco. Uh, the Shapiro's literal like TVs, their toilet paper, their light switches, like, because they just renovated. You can get literally their, everything at Costco. Their daughter, Michaela, was, <laughs> was purchased at Costco. She was conceived at Costco. They she, got so excited. Her real name is Kirkland. <laughs> Kirkland Shapiro. Kirkland Nostrie Shapiro. That is so fucking funny. Um, okay, well, thanks for sharing that with us. Of course. And is there anything else you want to talk about before we dive into the Fast Five? No, I'm I'm very excited to be here, and I'm more than happy to come back anytime. I know. You're, you're, we're going to need you, depending on Jackie's availability. Mm. So I say that we dive in. Oh, my God, I never get to do this part. Okay. <clears throat> here are 
the fast five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. <laughs> Why did you do that? Beat the crunch. No, no. We have a crew. I know. That's my game. Can I beat it? <laughs> you don't remember that? Was that not with you? I wasn't here. No. Oh, my that, game is can you beat the crunch? That is like literally the most annoying And game. I beat it. I know I beat it. If you, li- if you listen back, I beat did it. Did we still get the crunch on the soundboard? Of course. Oh, okay. But I beat it. You did. I know. Where did you come up with that game? <laughs> All right. Well, before we dive in, today's episode is brought to you by TurboTax. People think unusual circumstances mean complicated taxes, but for TurboTax Live experts, that's what makes things interesting. We all have unique lives, whether you're invested in crypto for the first time this year, you own an up-and-coming small business, or you are raising rambunctious twins. Luckily, TurboTax Live has experts who can answer your tax questions, walk you through the whole process, or do your taxes for you from start to finish. They help you get every deduction you deserve, no matter your unique situation, and you can talk to a TurboTax Live expert through your phone or computer without leaving your house. TurboTax Live experts are here to help you however you need, and if you need an extra hand, hand your taxes off to them and they'll do it all for you. To TurboTax Live experts, an interesting life can mean an even greater refund. Visit TurboTax.com to learn more. You do your thing. They've got your taxes. Intuit TurboTax Live. Tax season is upon us. Don't forget to check out TurboTax Live. Today's episode is also brought to you by BetterHelp. Relationships take work, especially the most important one you can have in your life, which is your relationship with yourself. And a lot of us will drop anything to go help someone we care about. We'll go out of our way to treat other people well. But how often do we give ourselves the same treatment? It's so important to invest in yourself, whether that's therapy, coaching, any sort of self-care. And BetterHelp is a great asset for that because this month, BetterHelp Online Therapy wants to remind you that you matter just as much as everyone else does. And therapy is a great way to make sure you show up for yourself. BetterHelp is online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Give it a try and see why over 2 million people have used BetterHelp online therapy. Again, this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. And the Morning Toast listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash toast. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash toast. Um, if you're going through it, or even if you're not going through it, any time is a good time to start therapy, whether you feel like you're really in need of some guidance or you just want to stay on the good path that you're on. And BetterHelp is a great place to do that. Okay. Fast five. Are you ready? I am. Am I sinking into this couch? No, you look great. I haven't changed positions at all. Have you moved your microphone? No, but it's much higher. Yeah, okay, you could readjust. I'm sinking. Sit up. No, but I'm just saying, like... You could just move. You don't... Yeah, good. Okay, ready? (laughs) Yes, I'm ready. All right, big news in the rock and roll industry. Mm. Dolly Parton responds to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Thanks, but no thanks. So Dolly Parton has announced that she's pulling out of this year's nominations for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, saying she hasn't earned that right. The music icon who's been elected into the Country Music Hall of Fame explained her decision in a statement posted on her official social media pages on Monday, noting she didn't want to take votes away from the remaining nominees. Here's what she said. Even though I'm extremely flattered and grateful to be nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I do not feel that I've earned the right. I really do not want votes to be split because of me, so I must respectfully bow out. Um, She also went on to say that, like, she would be open to being nominated once she does a rock and roll album, which she wants to do one day because her husband is like a huge rock and roll guy. But at this point in time, our humble queen has decided to bow out. Wow. Yeah. Bow wow, old friend. Bow wow. Very respectable. I know. Can you imagine being like that? No. No. (laughs) But it's so interesting. Like when you told me this story this morning, I thought that maybe she didn't accept it because like she was above awards. No, no, no. She's not at all. It's no. quite the opposite. She is so uh, appreciative. Yeah, but like, for, why would Dolly Parton be nominated? For, she's like a country music icon. Why would she be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Because Here are some because, people who have been in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame um, and the Country Hall of Fame. Brenda Lee, Johnny Cash, Elvis Presley, Chet Atkins, Hank Williams, and the Everly Brothers. I mean... And by the way, the other people nominated with Dolly Parton are Eminem, Lionel Richie, Duran Duran, and A Tribe Called Quest. And the question was, why is she even nominated for Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Right. And I guess there is... Because they probably are struggling like every other dumb award. (laughs) Right. And need more people to talk about the award so it doesn't completely lose relevancy. That's true. Which is why I thought you were going to say that... She felt that she was above the award, that she didn't need it. No, no, she's a humble queen. Like, she doesn't 
it's clear she's never done rock and roll. So why the fuck would she be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? That's like me being in the NFL honors. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's a little different, but... No, it's very similar. Like, I, I've I never that, played football. I guess that's true. No, I guess, okay. It would be like me being... I don't know. I can't think of a comparison. Because mm-hmm. like she does music. She just doesn't do rock and roll music. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. It's fun. Like, we... I stand a, a queen who knows her place. I really do. Yeah, same. And so now out of the, this uh, nominees, who do you think should get in for rock and roll? Yeah, I was going to say none of them are rock and roll. Lionel Richie's pretty rock and roll. No, he's like, not. R&B. No, he's R&B. Lionel Richie is an absolute king, though. Right. Have you seen the music video uh, for... Hello. It's is me. It... Oh, no, no, wait. no, that's Adele. <laughs> yeah, Hello, that's is it Ben's... me you're looking for? Ben's favorite song. I, I can see it in your eyes. eyes. I can see it in that your smile. Stunning. It's a wonderful song and a great music video. So, um, see, I don't. I guess I really don't understand the criteria for who gets into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because these people, I Eminem, Lionel Richie, oh, Duran Duran is a rock band. Okay. And I'm not familiar with A Tribe Called Quest. Uh, also not a rock band. So, based on this, who do you? I mean, none. No, I, I would say Duran Duran. Okay. Is there a difference between the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and the Hollywood Hall of Fame? Because it sounds pretty similar. It's the Hollywood Walk of Fame, mm. and it's incredibly different. Mm. So the Hollywood Walk of Fame, you know, it's like the Hollywood Boulevard yes. in Bull- L.A. Boulevard. Boulevard. <laughs> <laughs> Hollywood Boulevard. <laughs> it's the Hollywood Boulevard um, Walk of Fame where like you get a plaque on the on the street yeah. for just outstanding performance in entertainment generally like Andy Cohen mm-hmm. just got one you could get one for I think it's for overall TV movies I don't think musicians really uh, yeah no musicians get it it's overall Snoop. entertainment yeah Snoopy and Mariah I'm just Carey saying this one. also feels like overall it feels entertainment random. it feels random it feels sure. random for sure mm-hmm. well um, wishing Dolly the best yes. and we saw Do- oh you weren't there I saw Dolly in Vegas mm. She was um, the Did host. You just of the, see her in Vegas. Yeah, she was the host of the ACMs. Oh, very cool. Um, and she was just, first of all, hosting an award show at any age is so hard. Like it's three hours of nonstop go go go. You sing, you dance, you perform, you talk, you MC. You have outfit changes, and she just did it with the utmost elegance and grace. And it was really kind of sickening to be in the same building as Dolly. Yeah, Dolly's great. Dolly's, Dolly's everything. Great. I remember her as Hannah Montana's aunt. A uh, godmother. Yes. Godmother. Yeah, I completely. Mm. Agree. I love how like that's how our generation was introduced to Dolly Parton. Yep. Hannah yep. Montana. Mm-hmm. I love that reference. Yeah. We should watch Hannah Montana again. Yeah, we should. All right. Next up is Love is Blind. Mm. Um, so the news is that Shayna Hurley from Love is Blind is engaged after the Kyle split, and it's not to anyone from the show. Um, she's moving on. The Love is Blind star Shayna Hurley is engaged to her boyfriend, Christos Lardakis, after splitting from her Netflix co-star Kyle, according to People. The outlet reports that Shayna, 32, accepted a proposal from Lardarkis, 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 <laughs> on Thursday, and that the couple has already made plans to tie the knot in Greece this summer. Shayna is engaged. She's been dating Christos for almost a year, and this is the happiest I've ever seen her. An insider said he has stood by her through all the Love is Blind drama and has been her steady in the storm. So like, people are freaking out because, like, it appears to them she just got engaged on the show, but this show was filmed a while ago. I'm sure it's been well over a year since... The two were ever romantically involved. But um, I don't really care because like I'm so over talking about these people. And I did want to give you a platform to tell us how you really feel about Love is Blind. It's the dumbest show on TV. Do you think this season was or just conceptually the show is a dumb concept? This is the only season I've seen. Oh, okay. Because the first season was like some of the best television I've ever watched in my entire life. Cool. Uh, I literally watched one episode of this season. I was at the Shapiro's, and I told them, I will not watch any more of this. Let's go to the finale. Yeah, well, then And then I watched the finale so me. I could understand what happens with these Looney Tunes. Yeah. These people are nuts. So I did a Patreon episode kind of recapping the first five episodes when I was really into it. Um, and the overall consensus that I came to was like, so the first season was so good. And first of all, we got two married couples who are still together. This was like, Right before COVID. So it's been a while. How many couples go on the show in general? Well, so they have like 
tons of people do the experiment and tons of people even get engaged but they the show only ends up following certain people because either the people who didn't end up getting married were boring but so or, of the of the experiment just because i do have a point here yeah. the, you said the first season there are two couples that got married stayed married so they classify that as a successful mm -hmm. show mm -hmm. how many people entered that room to date probably 30 maybe more okay so i wonder if you run statistics I it's bet loved, you I, really blind. No, I bet you one in fifteen people, if they get married after three weeks, stay together. One in fifteen. I mean, like I guess what I get what you're saying, but like I'm not so concerned as the experiment more than I'm concerned about just like entertainment value. And that first season was so good. Got it. Okay. And me and Jackie were recapping and we think why it was so good is because, you know, we're used to watching TV shows like The Bachelor where people just go on and they're just looking for fame, they're looking for Instagram followers, they're not really looking for love. And they're all just like insanely good looking like to a point where it's just not realistic and with love is blind it's like we just got normal people who looked normal who acted normal they weren't overly thirsty they weren't ready to start youtube channels like they were just normal people and that i think was part of the reason why the show You're was saying so successful. the first season the first season got it because that uh, nothing you just said described this season no, in so, my opinion so now the second season i felt like the people they casted were so before I saw them acting on social media afterwards, like just when I was watching the show, I was like, yes, these people are so normal to the point that they are so unbelievably boring. Like they are like lifeless. And I, and I thought that the greatest thing about the show was now working against the show. They casted people who were too normal. But now they're all on social media, like acting a fool. I can't. Okay, so I don't even know if you know this. So it is rumored that Kyle, who was engaged to Shayna, mm. is now dating Deeps. Mm. Deep teeth. I, I remember Deep Teeth. Okay. Mm -hmm. What do you think about that? I think that it, again, it's very, very hard to really tell. It seems like Deep Tea really did go on that show. With good looking, intentions. Looking for love, even though, I'm sorry, why? Why would you go on a show looking for love? If you really want love, don't go on a show. Yeah, no, I agree. But like, Ben, we're very blessed. Like, it is hard to meet someone these days. No, no, it's much harder to meet them on a reality show. I don't disagree. It's much easier to meet them through friends or at a bar or on Tinder. Yeah. It just, if you're really looking for love, that's the thing that's flawed with all of this. Like, just acknowledge that people are, this is a great plot for a show. You want to become, uh, you want to get hundreds of thousands of followers on Instagram. You want to be in the public eye. And you have a chance, you know, maybe you'll like someone there. That's a good plot. What's the plot? The plot is just partying and having a good time, that's, which is what these shows are anyway. That's Bickering, Love Island. getting that's people Island. overly drunk. That's at Love Island. Great. So Love Island makes sense. Yeah, Love Island's a great show. Except, why is it called Love Island? Because they're on an it island. It should be called Influencer Island. No, but they're literally on an island and they're all like hooking up. Yeah, but it's not love. Uh, there have been many couples, Shannon and Josh, who grace that couch. It could end up being love. But that's like the goal of the show. That's not the goal. No, it, it is. It's not though. No, no. It's literally the goal of the show. Okay. It's a good show. Um, so congrats to Shayna on her engagement. I will probably not be keeping up with Love is Blind anymore. Like this season just really was such a time waster. Like who did Shayna originally like? Shane. Oh, brutal. Brutal. Just nuts, yeah. honestly. And yeah. like, actually, I don't even want to talk about it. It'll set him off. Set who off? Shane. He'll find it. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's, he, the guy was really, really crazy. Yeah, no. And then the girl that he was dating. Natalie. Was equally as crazy and like mean. They were just like, mismatched. Terrible. And honestly, like I just couldn't watch the show. But, but was, so they were mismatched, but the entire time they're standing on the altar talking about, I, I can't believe I'm bringing up with my best friend. Oh my God. The you best met three friend. weeks ago. How are you best friends? It doesn't make any sense. That's the whole thing. Everyone. I've grown. You're my best friend. You're my everything. My, I can't believe it. Like, I can't believe how close we've gotten. Like, what? You spent half the show in a box talking to each other and then two weeks in person and you got, like, engaged and your best friends. Like, these people are so reckless. Ben, I couldn't agree more, but you're my best friend. Yeah, of course. After 10 years. <laughs> no, it's a good point. Like the best friend thing is like so. Like, they all say it though because right. they don't know what else to put in their fake ass vows. Because how are you supposed to have vows about somebody you just met? Ben has literally become unhinged. I Isn't that, that true? No, by the way, I couldn't agree more. They all say the same shit. It's so boring. And like you. Oh, also getting married at that brothel <laughs> where they just fucking... <laughs> 
whore people in and out in the same exact room. Venue. Yeah, it's fucked That's up. That's gross. Yeah, it's fucked up. Oh, deep tea. You're done. Now it's time for, for Shane. Shane. Yeah. Come on in, guys. My best friend. Love you. <laughs> it's sick. <laughs> you were being so funny. Oh, it's my God. It's sick. It's sick. I agree. And it's it was really like a waste of my time. And I feel like that's an unpopular opinion because people are like, dying like kyle and deep tea were spotted together like people are just like gagging like i could not care less yeah they were spotted together because this entire media paparazzi news cycle is begging Eating you to up. begging you to have uh just go back to it and keep your attention on the show and talk about it yeah like, oh my god so fake and manufactured and stupid ben that was like top five one of my favorite moments ever with you thank Good. you so much for of bringing course. joy to millions of toasters of including but not limited to Kylie Jenner. I <laughs> I told Ben. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. That's not nature. Okay. I just want to say it was nature. And then there was a nail. And then there was a message that Jackie and I received. Can't say from who. Can't say from what. But it was, it was pretty much a confirmation of what we had believed. I forgot. I got the DM this morning. I forgot really? to tell you. Yeah. I mean, you could sneak something else in. Like, yeah, no, but I'm, we're going to ask Kylie for another sign when Jackie's back on Monday. Because we don't know for a fact that Kylie tunes into the guest co-host episodes. Like, maybe mm. she's a ride-or-die OG Jack and Claude stan. It's possible. Okay. So, we're going to wait till Monday to ask for another sign. Um, but just know, <laughs> like, you are listening to a podcast that, like, Kylie Jenner most likely listens to. And that should make you feel good going about your day. Mm. Um, before we dive in, um, I'm really excited about the next sponsor because it's Purple, which is the brand of my Smelly Pillow. Oh. And you have been on the, the journey with Smelly Pillow and me, mm. and the toasters have been on the journey too. And if you're not convinced to switch to Purple, then just wait because I'm about to change your life. <laughs> there are all these gimmicks that pop promise a great night's sleep, but I don't care about what kind of toppers you have, how heavy your blanket is. It's all a lipstick on a pig. If you're sleeping on a terrible mattress, you will sleep horrible, and it's just that simple. That's why we recommend the sleeping. We, that's why we recommend sleeping on a purple mattress because purples only. Only purple mattresses have the gel flex grid, which is the exact material that's in my smelly pillow, and what makes it so smelly. Special. <laughs> um, it's really like a unique, it's just a material I have never felt in my life before. And I didn't know good sleep until I was introduced to the brand Purple. I'm being dead serious. And you could try a Purple mattress risk-free with free shipping and returns. And they also offer financing, which is great. It's super, okay, so the Purple squishy material, which I just live to sniff, is super <laughs> stretchy, ultra squishy material. It adapts and flexes around pressure points and it doesn't retain any heat. So if you're a warm sleeper like we tend to be, um, Purple is gonna be the mattress for you. They have great shipping, it's really easy. They're super customer friendly and their website's really easy to navigate. Getting a great night's sleep starts with having a great mattress and get a Purple mattress when you go to purple.com slash TMT, as in the morning toast, and you use the code TMT. So purple.com slash TMT, code TMT. For a limited time, you can get 10% off any order of $200 or more. That's purple.com slash TMT, code TMT for 10% off any order of $200 or more. Purple.com slash TMT, promo code TMT, terms apply. Um, let's be honest. Have you kind of felt threatened in the bedroom by Smelly Pillow? You definitely love it, and I would say that it is your adult stuffed animal that you sleep with. A hundred percent. You have the same type of need for Smelly Pillow as I did for a teddy bear when I was nine. Ha, don't lie, nine. How old 11. did you really? <laughs> but then I lost it. I left it in the cab. Oh my God, you're lying. It was the saddest day in my life. I left a sleepover, left Aww. him in the cab. Did you, were you in the cab by yourself? I think so. Maybe were, I was 13. You were 11 <laughs> taking a cab by yourself? Maybe, maybe I was 13. Ben, don't lie. How old were you when you used a teddy bear? 17? No, no, no. This was in middle school. But whenever it was the end, maybe 12, 13. That's I so crazy him. you were taking a cab by he yourself. He was blue and beautiful. Oh. Yeah. I'm sorry. He's gone now. Well, that's what you have for being irresponsible. Totally. It's the consequences of your own actions. I shouldn't take him anywhere. I should oh, have left yeah. him at home. 100%. Like, something that important should never leave the house. I also... But would you have been that kid at a sleepover, like, crying, calling your mom, like, Mom, I can't sleep without my smelly pillow? No. Okay. I just wouldn't... I would tell her to pick me up. <laughs> Were you that it's kid? It's not I can't sleep. Were you that kid who, like... Occasionally would need to get picked up? Yeah. From sleepovers? Yeah. Really? Unless I had... If I had my blue bear mm -hmm. and I had my Honeywell fan... <laughs> brought your own fan to sleepovers every single sleepover of my life are you being serious yes and if i didn't have it i couldn't sleep 
Honey, why? Because of the the cold. Cold and sound. Yeah, you kept love me, like a kept sound machine. Me asleep. Oh my god, you are lying that you. I would show to- up with a fan <laughs> and a bear. You would pack up your things at your house, be like, "Mom, let's leave in five. and you would just throw a fan into your Pull duffel. My, bring my fan and my bear. How big was this fan? Was it a box you know, like fan? One of, no, you know, like a box fan. <laughs> box fan would be bigger than me. Yeah. No, like, you know, like those. Bigger than you when you were 12? No, it's true. Same size. <laughs> you know those uh, Honeywell fans? That's that have like, a stand? Like they're flat. No. It's, it's not like a big, it's. So it's a box fan? <laughs> no, it's like, it's like this big. And it has like a stand and then a neck with the circle? It doesn't have a neck. The Honeywell is only tilted up and down. So it has a neck because it moves up and down. No, a neck would imply that you can go like this. What does your neck do? Just this? <laughs> no, your neck goes like this. Ben, you are being so funny today. No, but <laughs> thank you. No, that's a good call. <laughs> no, the, honey, the Honeywell fan has like it's a tilt. A tilt? Yeah, that's what I meant. That's not a neck. Okay, you know what I meant. Okay. But do you understand the fan I'm talking I about? I can't believe you used to bring fans to a sleepover. Like, you were so funny. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. That's cool. it. Cool. Um, okay, well, sorry. There's still more stories. Okay, done with Love is Blind. Let's, which we go next? Oh. Some heartbreaking news. Mm. Sandra Bullock is taking a break from acting. <laughs> <laughs> so Sandra Bullock has a new movie coming out, but she's, she's planning on stepping back from acting. While promoting her film Lost City, which co-stars Channing Tatum and Brad Pitt, Sandra Bullock told Entertainment Tonight that she's not sure how long she'll of a break she'll be taking. But she said she does know that she wants to be in the place that makes her the most happy. She says, I take my job very seriously when I'm at work, and I just want to be 24-7 with my babies and my family. That's where I'm going to be for a while. Sandra Bullock is a mother to Lewis, 12, and Layla, 10. Um, she, what does she have planned with her kids? She plans on servicing their every need, including their social calendar. Um, okay, so Sandra Bullock is taking a break, and I just, like, would love to be in a place in my life where I could just, like, decide to stop working for, like, a few months, you know? You did. When? Paternity leave, when you um, weren't pregnant? Excuse me, I'm running a business, and we value family leave something you wouldn't know anything about okay value family leave certainly <laughs> totally but by the <laughs> way like let, let it be known that for three out of four of the maternity weeks i was working you were on tour totally yeah, bitch yeah, okay kidding. okay i'm just kidding wow bitch. okay sorry bitch um <clears throat> so yeah Sandra Bullock's taking a break from acting how do you think that's going to shake up the hollywood industry it just sounds a lot like tom brady like yeah i'm retiring big headlines i'm back because you, these people have nothing about else that? to do what i think about tom brady unretiring I'm thrilled by it because he's amazing and he shouldn't have retired. I also think that the fact that he never thanked the Patriots yeah. in his retirement speech was really fucked up because so he's he the greatest player of all time because of, of the Patriots. everything that happened with the Patriots. The Patriots drafted him, him and Bill Belichick, him and his great receivers. No, like, you're right. The most recent of his uh, sort of accolades was with the Bucks. But yeah. His life of becoming a Hall of Famer was the Patriots. So I think this gives him a second chance to do come back, maybe win another championship, and do it right. Like, So my thoughts were that Tom Brady should have retired the first season after the Bucks. Like, he just yeah. went out with, like, a bang, a Super Bowl win. He proved, like, he didn't need the Patriots. Like, he loved it, but he, done, he was still the greatest of all time, yeah. no matter what team he went to. So now do you think he's waiting to win before retiring? It's possible. Because don't you want to? You go, don't want to go out a loser, especially because right, he's have a so, legacy and he's so competitive. Right. Yeah. Did you hear about the guy that paid five hundred fifty-five thousand dollars? Do you guys talk about this already? No, but can you explain it to yeah. me? So after Tom Brady retired, there's obviously the last touchdown that he'll ball. ever throw, and the guy bought that ball at an auction for half a million dollars. Oh my god! But it's no longer the last yes. touchdown ball he'll ever throw. So, so the guy spent half a million dollars on. He just gets fucked. He gets fucked. You're kidding. No, I mean, this is a, a very, very rare circumstance. Right. Or actually, it used to be. It's becoming less rare. Right, because shit is just changing. No, athletes are now, like, doing, like, encores and, like, pretending that they're not going to come back out on stage, and then they do. Gronk. Like, retired. Gronk did it. Uh, who else did it? Tom Brady did it. There are way more that have done it. Whatever. I'm blanking. But no, I people, know what you mean. But people come out of retirement fairly often these days. Got it. Okay, um, I thought you were going to say... Do you remember the guy in the stands who, like, caught Tom Brady's last touchdown ball? And then they took it away from him and gave him a bunch of crypto? Yeah, and then Tom Brady was like, actually, can I have that back? Because we need to, like, auction it. And what did they give him? 
They gave him like a Bitcoin, which at the time was worth 70 grand and is now worth 39,000. Bitcoin uh, is crashing? It's not crashing, but it's... Fluctuating. It's it's on the lower end uh, right now. Okay. Um, what else did they give him? Other, like, signed shit. But nothing is valuable. But well, now, now I bet he's happy because that ball... Was that the being, ball? I don't know. That's what I was asking. If that was the ball, he should be thrilled. Yeah, because he just got, Even like, though, actually, now, it's funny. You can spin things. Like, now the ball is the controversy infamous. ball. And, like, I'm sure it's still worth a lot of money because it's the ball that was supposed to be the touchdown that isn't the touchdown. And collectors just go nuts for serious one-of-one things like that. Yeah. So I'm sure it still holds value, but not near. I I don't think it should be But it doesn't hold as much value as Sandra Bullock taking a break from acting. No. I didn't even know she was still acting. Yeah, me neither. What was the last thing? Oh, she was in that Netflix movie. Congeniality? No. She was in that Netflix movie that everyone died for, Bird Box, where, like, they were all covering their eyes. But I never watched it because I I don't like scary movies. I didn't see it. Scary movie? I think so. The last yeah. thing I saw Sandra Bullock in, oh, Ocean's 45 or whichever, she, the, she was the also, lady one. She was also in Space recently. You mean Space the movie? No, in a space movie? Yeah, a movie about space. Like, yeah. she didn't go to space. No, no, no. Well, we have a story about someone going to space, so. No, All she was recently in a movie about space. Not recently, yeah. maybe the last four years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. COVID really just warped time for me. I think that movie about space with Sandra Bullock, <clears> if you look it up, ago. might have come out in 2016. Okay, I'll tell you. Hold on. I think it was called Gravity. Sandra Bullock movie about space. Was it 2016? It was called Gravity, and it was 2013. Oh! Yeah. Oh, 2013? No, life is so long, but it's so short. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Um, I never saw it, though. Me neither. Was it um, good? Oh, you didn't see it. Me neither. Um, so, yeah, I just think that, like, a Hollywood will never be the same. Yeah. Totally. Actors and actresses take themselves very seriously. I know. It's like, that's why I can't watch the Oscars. I'm like, these people are so out of touch. Very seriously. Like, but also, like, again, probably just her publicist and team actually taking their jobs too seriously. Yeah. I'm sure know, Sandra Bullock didn't come out and say, guys, we need to run press no, about right. me leaving Hollywood. You know what? The last line in this article from CNN Entertainment says, Lost City hits theaters on March 25th. Yeah. It's like promo for the it's, movie. It's promo but for the movie. But can I tell you how crazy, like... I went looking for stories this morning on every single website. The Sandra Bullock story was at the top when it's like not even breaking news. No. Moronic. Good PR team. Um, okay. Our last two stories are Pete and Kim. Mm, skeet. Skeet. But they're separately and they're not really about the Kanye stuff. But if you do have any thoughts, you're more than willing, mm. more than um, welcome to jump in. But this story is about Kim Kardashian's brand Skims. They are debuting an ex- mm. inclusive Skims swim line featuring innovative separates and one piece suits. So Kim Kardashian's empire is expanding. The beauty and fashion mogul 41 announced on Twitter and Instagram that her ultra popular brand Skims will be dropping its first swimwear line this Friday. They posted a series of photos, including photos of herself modeling the new looks in the water and on the shore. So they obviously they're just swimsuits. There's bikinis, there's one pieces, there's cutouts. There's also like very Kim like like biker shorts and a tank top that are now bathing suits. Are they going to be in the color of like nudes? No, like they're blue, skims? they're gray. They're, they're colorful. They're, no, they're not like beyond bright and colorful, but they're muted colors, like very Skims brand. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw a bunch of influencers of all different sizes and shapes getting them on TikTok, and they all had rave reviews, like saying the material was so great, the colors were so great, the fit was so great. Of course, Skims has gotten to be a $3 billion company, I think mostly because they're incredibly size inclusive and the bathing suits are going to be no different. So while this isn't like life-changing news, I did think it was really interesting because... Not too long ago, Kylie dropped Kylie Swim. It's still in her Instagram bio as her list of businesses, but it did get like kind of roasted online for, you know, the material being kind of see-through and just like not being the greatest quality. And I always wonder when Kardashian brands like converge, like KKW Beauty and Kylie Cosmetics, like where where's the competition, you know? Mm. So I don't know if Kylie Swim is like still going to be a thing because she did one drop and then like we haven't really heard from her. Mm-hmm. Um, and it appears as though this Skims Swim is going to be extremely successful. Like mm-hmm. I'm calling it. Mm-hmm. What do you think? How many more followers does Kylie have than Kim? Great question. I'll tell you right now. Kim has, it's so crazy that Kylie has more. Kim has 292. Holy shit. And Kylie has 318. So that's like, like, 25, an, enti- that's like an entire another A-list actor in terms yeah. of reach. Right. So what I'm trying to say is that you said that the reason why Skims is so successful is because they're so inclusive. Mm-hmm. Like, sorry, no, that's not true. No, it's definitely a night. It's really nice 
and every brand should be inclusive so that I could go to Paul Smith and get a fucking t-shirt instead of being this narrow. Right, right. It's a nice thing, No, of but course, I'm saying having that but, many followers doesn't guarantee a successful business. No, having that many followers, though, with a great product... Right. Does guarantee something. Yes, and so, like, Kylie has 318 million followers. She launched Kylie Swim, and I think it would generally be considered a flop. The brand hasn't posted on Instagram since October 2021. So I wasn't saying if it's a flop or not. I was just saying that you said, in terms of competing businesses, them both going into swim or uh, makeup mm-hmm. or whatever, I'm saying that Kylie has an extra 40 million people that she could talk to that maybe aren't not 40. fans of Kim. 25, 27. Okay. Okay, so maybe it's a bad call. No, like, I just think, and this is the thing with the Kardashians that people never like to give them credit for. It's like, yeah, they're the most famous people in the world. Of course, they're going to be rich. But, like, they have achieved, like, levels of successful business that are just beyond. Schemes is worth $3 billion. Yeah. uh, KKW Beauty sold for a billion dollars. Kylie Cosmetics was valued with Cody, whatever, at a billion dollars. Like, that just doesn't happen because you're famous. Like, it's another level. Yeah. Of success and, yeah, they, like, business. Yeah, and they surround themselves with really smart business minds, too. No, but they're I also smart. Why do you have to say that? Would you say that about a man? Be- of course I would. There's, no. I forget her name. There's there's somebody that I found on Instagram that it looks like she runs all of their businesses. Tracy Romulus? I don't, I don't know. Emma? Uh, From Shark Tank? No. Oh, I maybe? Just, yeah, she... What's her name? Emma what? Emma Green or Greed? Yeah, I think that's yes. her. Yeah. Yes. She was just on Shark Tank, by the way. So she was like the initial investor in Good American. She launched Good American yep. with Chloe. And now I believe she's involved in Skims. She's like this gorgeous queen. And she was just on Shark Tank. And I like fell in love with her. I just started following her on Instagram, too. She was so good on Shark Tank. Like really valuable insights. I yeah. think you would enjoy the episode. Yeah. I hope she does another one. I'm not taking anything away from them. By the no. way, it means a lot to also assemble a great team. I agree. Like. I just think it was weird that was the first thing you said. Oh, God. <laughs> ben hates women. <laughs> yep, that's me. How does your sister and your mom and your wife feel about that? Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I'll remember. I'll um, remember. Yeah, you should. I'll remember. So, uh, I'll remember. Skim Swim is coming. I actually feel like I might be purchasing some swim. I trust Skims is just a great brand. Can you believe they're valued at $3 billion? Yes. You can believe it? Yes. I think it's so crazy. They like, sell out of everything. Yeah. They, uh, to your point, have a great product. Mm-hmm. I felt the material on the USA collab jammies. Yeah, my favorite Great pajamas. material. Yeah. And they've just captured drop culture like nobody yeah. can. That was like like also the Kylie Lip Kits. That was so back in the day. Like I remember in college like literally being on kyliepkits.com like refreshing refreshing refreshing. And I think one of my greatest claim to fame is I was able to get like two out of three of the OG Kylie Lip Kits. Amazing. Yeah, those were the days. Um, okay, well, we still have one more story. It's okay. about Pete Davidson, and mm. it's brought to you by Noom. You can sign up for your trial and get psychology-based support and motivation to reach your goals at noom.com slash toast. That's N-O-O-M dot com slash toast to sign up for your trial. So unlike other restrictive diets or workout programs, Noom Weight uses psychology to empower you with the practical knowledge and skills you need to build smarter, more sustainable, long-term habits and behaviors. Noom doesn't believe in restricting what you can or can't eat. Instead, Noom gives you the knowledge and wisdom you need to make informed choices that not only fit your lifestyle, but also help you reach your goals. More than 75% of users have completed the program, and more than 60% of users lose 5% or more body weight by 16 weeks. And more than 60% of users engaged with the program keep the weight off for a year or more. So there's so many things to love about Noom, especially the food tracker. They have a food database, which makes it really easy to just visualize and see what you're eating. But it's also like the most expansive. Sometimes if you're ever trying to like use random apps to track your food, it's just like super limited. They are known for having one of the largest and most expansive food databases. um, And it makes it really easy to just like keep up and keep track of what you're putting in your body. Start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at noom.com slash toast. That's N-O-O-M dot com slash toast. Mm. It's the final story. It's the final story. (laughs) Ready? Mm -hmm. Pete Davidson and five paying customers are going to fly on Jeff Bezos' suborbital rocket into space. Cool. So Pete Davidson will become the latest celebrity to fly to space with Jeff Bezos' rocket company, Blue Origin, in a brief suborbital flight slated for later this month. The company announced Monday morning that Davidson, the Saturday Night Live star who's become a pillar of entertainment intrigue amid his relationship with Kim Kardashian, will fly alongside five paying customers on Blue Origin's 60-foot-tall New Shepard rocket. 
The launch is slated for March 23rd at 8.30 a.m. Central Time. And the announcement comes after CNN confirmed earlier that Davidson was in talks with the company for a seat aboard its supersonic rocket, which launches vertically from a rural Texas launch pad on Bezos's ranch. Um, okay, would you ever go to space? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Do you think there's like a chance like of you dying? No. Like if you got the opportunity, like I don't think I would want you to go. I would definitely go. I think I would too. Yeah. It's but like, cool. But like, would you pay? Like, no. I think right. I think what's embarrassing about this is like the five paying customers. Like, and how like, much? Like, give the money to charity. Like, you obviously have too much. It's a lot because I think me and Jackie were talking about it. One of these, like, it's not like a full trip to space where you're like in a rocket. You just, it's like twenty minutes. Like, you go up and down. It's a supersonic. Uh, That's what all these celebrities, Richard Branson, they're all doing uh, that. And in order to do one successful supersonic trip, I think it costs like two hundred fifty thousand dollars. So your tickets need to be equal to two fifty. So what's two fifty divided by five? What's fifty grand? That's not that. There's no way. Yeah, no, it's a lot. No, that to Too me much? would be a little. Yeah, no, I think it's probably more than that. There's but, no way that it's fifty grand. But that's what it costs Jeff Bezos two hundred fifty grand. It's a great business model for him. Right. He gets to send people to space. There's no way he's charging anything less than a quarter of a million dollars. That's insane money. Like, people are so wasteful. Yeah, but one time, if you're really loaded, you want to go up, peek at space. It's kind of cool. Yeah, I guess. Again, I wouldn't do think Kim's going to be waiting down Probably. Like, at the ranch for Pete? Actually, no. Uh, like, if she wanted to go, she could go. Right. No, or maybe she just wants to, like, witness it. Interesting. Do you think they're cute? Like, what's your vibe? Um, I love Pete Davidson. I've always thought he was hysterical and like literally the only reason why SNL is still on TV I agree. is because Pete Davidson and Keenan Thompson Kenan. have carried the fucking show on and their backs. And Kate McKinnon. And Kate McKinnon. And Kate McKinnon. Yep. And what's her name actually? <sighs> Chloe Feynman? No. No. Amy Bryant. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Love her. Yeah. But Pete. Yeah. Great. Um, it's I think part of the reason why SNL has remained like firmly in popular culture at and, least. And his roasts are so good. Mm -hmm. Like, He's always, he's now like a pillar, like uh, of the roast. Uh, what the hell? Jeff is Ross. Name? Jeff Ross. I can't remember anybody's names. I know. I was about to say Bob Ross. <laughs> <laughs> he's a pillar like Jeff Ross yeah. at these roasts, and they're just so good. Um, so the question was, what do you think about them as a couple? I, I know you got off track. No, no, I was getting there. Okay. No, no, I was oh just really being God. helpful. God. I was being helpful, I swear. <clears throat> I was not being a bitch. Um, I think that it's like a little weird, but. The relationship? Why? I, I don't know. I don't know. Age? I'm not sure. What don't you like about it? Let's talk it through because you're wrong. So I want to get you to the right side. I don't know. No, I, I don't think that it's weird now. I think that it just felt weird then, but I guess maybe it felt weird because... It definitely felt random, but like not really. Like Pete is known for dating the most eligible women in Hollywood and Kim just became a single eligible woman. I guess that that's the piece though, that like in just such a superficial Hollywood, it just is a little bit strange to me, mm -hmm. like, I love the idea of all of these people valuing humor over everything else. Right, because you're saying he's not conventionally good looking. He's not conventionally good looking, and he's not conventionally rich. Yeah, he is. Well, not compared to her. There's just, no, there are just things that you are used to superficial Hollywood holding value yes. in. And Pete has broken and, down those barriers, yeah, no question. He has. Yeah. He has. We love that. No, we do. I'm yeah. just saying it seemed strange in the beginning. Now it seems lovely. Yeah. Um, but I'm a big fan of Pete's. I'm just saying that it's a, a It doesn't sound like you're a big fan of it. No, no, I am. It <laughs> seems like you are literally with pitchforks. <laughs> no, because like I really think that like, this is the best relationship of all time. Like when they break up, I will be so sad. No, it is. But you need to definitely admit that it was a very different and shocking choice. For Kim? For Kim. Why? I don't know. Why the hell would she be with Chris Humphreys? Because he's an NBA player, no. because he's good looking, and because he's rich. I think Name that every Pete single Davidson is more rich than Chris Humphreys. Th that's just a lie. Really? Yeah. Was Chris Humphreys good? It doesn't matter. He's an NBA player that probably made $100 million. Pete Even Davidson is like a really successful comedian. He's on SNL. He has um, done a lot of movies like. They're not even close. How much money? Okay, that's a good question. How much money do you think Pete Davidson has? Like, the Pete Davidson today, I guarantee you, he has more money today than he's had the rest of his career. Duh. And I bet you that his net worth is literally a million dollars. All right, let's see. I don't think you're right. How okay. much money? His net worth is $8 million. And by the way, I bet you that went up seven since he started dating Chris Kim. Humphrey's net worth. I don't know why we're comparing Chris Humphrey. By the way, not net worth, career earnings. Oh, okay. 
Because his net worth was really high. Okay, so it'll Career be Career earnings. Oh, I didn't know that was a thing. <gasps> oh my God. And now I want to go through every Chris. single- And now I want to go through every single person- 62 million. And now I want to go through every single person that Kim has dated. Why? Because this is important. I'm right. What are you right about? What's the point? I'm not understanding. The point is that the reason why it was a strange choice is because based on her historical preference of men- well, she's been it married was for 10 years. Based on her historical preference of men, including her- current her past okay. husband so reggie bush okay chris humphreys Good. reggie bush money looks fame yeah humphreys money looks fame pete money looks fame just no like on a different no. scale no kanye money looks fame the most famous person ever pete, yeah but now kim is the most famous woman on the planet she doesn't I, need I, I understand which is why she chose uh to pick somebody that she really liked which i value okay, and i so think I it's just, great I, sure like what your message is here but i think we are agreeing what my message here is is that the original choice caught me off guard because i typically know kim's relationships at least from a bird's eye oh, view you know kim? to be rather <laughs> superficial yeah no by the way <laughs> I'm not and this one kim. seems to have come from a place of love okay i agree you <laughs> coming for me with a pitchfork. No, I just really wasn't understanding what you were saying, and I'm still not like 100% sure what you were saying, but I know that I love you, and I agree with you. How don't you know what I'm saying? Just Every like, single <laughs> person that Kim started dating was rich, good-looking, and famous. So she started dating Pete. Pete, and he was... Rich, I'm sorry. good-looking, and famous. You think Pete Havens is a good-looking guy? In a unique way, for sure. Okay. Yeah, the, I just want to let you know, like the general consensus, like from popular culture, is like Pete Davidson is hot. Mm. Okay. In a different way. Okay, that's fine. Not as hot as you, obviously. No, by the way, I I don't care. I just he's not <laughs> good looking by the standards of this Hollywood regime. Not the regime. He doesn't look like them. 100%, 100%. I just feel like let's... You're twisting my words. I, I'm really just sitting here. And You're I just, twisting my words. I think we should just put a, put a fork in it, you know? Okay. I'm very happy for them. Those were the Fast Five stories. Ben, thank you so much for joining us. Is there anything else you want to just chit-chat about, or are we free to go? No, we're free to go. Just again. Code TOASTERS with an S. T-O-A-S-T-E-R-S. Buy two months. Get the third free in a glorious subscription. It shows up once a month. Beautiful box, beautiful experience, and, and now an award-winning cocktail. I don't know if we've mentioned that. But I don't the think grape, we have. We the, are award-winning. The Grapefruit won an award at the San Francisco Wine Festival. Which is extremely prestigious. Maybe you haven't heard of it, but it's a real wino thing to know, you know? And all of the cocktails rated a 95 out of 100 on Pure Wow. They are just Whoa. unbelievable yes, beverages. Pure wow. We, we made them because taste matters and life's too guys, short for drinks you don't love. So They're literally the best thing. Like, I don't know what I drink, like what I was drinking before, but... Garbage. Garbage. Like, it's this or tequila. Like, that's it. That's it. And you and can mix this with tequila. When I'm at a party or something that doesn't have spritz, like, I feel it. Like, I'm, like, addicted. No, not addicted. I'm, like, obsessed with spritz. Yeah. They're the best. So, yeah. Code TOASTERS with an S. Buy two months. Get the third free in a glorious subscription. Ben, you're the best. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, darling, for having me. You will, me. of course, be back. Yes, I will. Um, but until then, toasters, tomorrow, who's, oh, Taylor Strecker's on the show tomorrow. That'll be fun and easy. She's just a pro, just like you. Mm. Um, and until then, have a great day. Thank you so much for listening to The Morning Toast, the millennial morning show where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places. So wherever you listen to podcasts, find us. The Morning Toast, leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. Hope you guys have an amazing day. Ben, I love you. Love you. And you want to say something to the toasters? Like, bye. Bye. <laughs> bye.